Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Social Podcast, where you'll find lots of information about both marketing and growing your small business, your practice, or your personal brand. My name is Jill, and I am your host. And today, we're going to talk about how to add multiple links to your Instagram bio and drive traffic to your website at the same time. This is a really, really useful episode, and we're going to do this in a step-by-step process. So make sure you stay tuned to the end. And for those of you who don't know me, I am the owner of Fox Social Media, and my company has been helping businesses in all kinds of different industries to both market and grow online for the past nine years now. And I'm so excited to be helping you both through my podcast, my blog, and you'll find a link in the bio to that, as well as my YouTube show by the same name. So let's get started. So first of all, I'm going to be explaining this process using my WordPress website. And my website is jillwfox.com. And if you want to see this links page, just go to jillwfox.com slash links. I'm also going to be using a free program that's so incredibly easy and amazing to use. It is called Canva. That's what we're going to use to create these images for this particular exercise. And this is so easy. This is basically a graphic design program for non-graphic designers. You can find Canva at www.canva.com. It's basically the word canvas without the S at the end. And first of all, the first thing you're gonna wanna do is decide on how many links you're gonna wanna share in your Instagram bio and exactly what those links are going to go to. In addition, you want to decide what order they're going to go in. So again, if you want an example, go over to my page. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well, but it's www.jillwfox.com links. That'll give you some ideas. Now, you don't have to use everything I used, but it'll, like I said, give you ideas on what to use. And you you don't need as many as I used either. You do want to make sure that the very first one is most recent Instagram post. The next thing you want to do is head over to Canva. Again, that's www.canva.com. And if you don't already have an account, go ahead and create a free one. Next, you want to navigate to the blue search box. Actually, the search box is white, but the section around it is blue. And it says, what would you like to design? So right under that, where you see the magnifying glass, start typing in email. And you'll see in the drop down menu, it will pop up and say email header. Go ahead and select that. Now you can use any size, shape, that you want to use, but for our purposes and simplicity, we're going to go ahead and use this one for the example. Now you can do one of two things. Depending on how fancy you want to be, you can either select a design from the ones on the left. Just click on it and it will automatically um, fill in the box for you. Or you can click on the small multicolored box at the very top, uh, it's sort of towards the left, and select a solid background color from the drop-down menu. Now I recommend using two background colors and alternating them. For my page, I did navy blue, and then number two was done in light blue, and then number three was navy, number four was light, etc. This just makes it much uh, simpler to quickly scan through the list and find what you're looking for. 
The next thing you're going to do is add text. You want to use minimal text and a large, solid, um, bold font if possible. It makes it a lot easier for viewers to spot. So click on the text button in the black menu that is on the far left. Once you've done that, click on the link that says add a heading. That is also on the left, but one column over from where it says text. That will open up a text box. Now you can drag and position that where you want. You're going to highlight the text that's already in it. They, they put some in it for you and get rid of it. You're also able to change the font, the size, the colors. You can even space both the letters and the line spacing. So you have a lot of options here. Once you've deleted their standard text, put in what you want it to say. Remember, the first one should say most recent Instagram post. Now you're going to navigate to this tiny little icon that is directly underneath the image you just created. And it looks like two little pieces of paper, one laying on top of the other. And it says copy page if you hover over it. Click on that and what that's going to do is add an exact copy of the image you just created right below. We're going to use that image number two to create our next screen or our next image for our uh, links page. So what you're going to want to do here is click in the very upper left hand corner of that second image and go up to the square little box where you chose your color and change it because remember we're going to alternate our colors here. The next thing you're going to do is click inside of the text box and change the wording to what you want it to say. That's all you need to do. And then after that, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to go underneath image number two, find the two little pieces of paper on the bottom. And when you hover over them, they say copy page, click on them, make your next image. Again, change the background color, change the font. Now you're just going to keep on repeating this process until you have an image for every single piece of content you want to link to. Once you're finished, go up to the very top bar. It's the blue color bar and it has the menu or a menu at the top. And you're going to click on file. File is going to bring up a drop down menu. So scroll to almost the bottom of it and click on save. You'll see something come up that says all changes saved. Just so you know, Canva has an autosave process, but I find myself going way too fast most of the time and I'll start downloading before all the changes have even saved. So I've kind of gotten in the habit of hitting the save button just to be on the safe side. You can also give this set of images a name if you'd like to as well. Now you're ready to download your images. So you're going to navigate back up to that blue menu bar at the very top and look over to the far right, you'll see a white box that says download. Go ahead and click on download. The first thing I want you to notice is that three boxes over, the next one to the left is share, then upgrade, then unless you have a pro version, then it'll say a name. If you've chosen a specific design, the name of that design will be in the box. Otherwise, it'll say something like untitled design. Just click right in that box and give this a name if you want to. That makes it a lot easier for you to find it in your Canva file, which I guarantee you'll be using this program a lot if you're not already. Now we're ready to download. So go ahead and click on that download button and then you're going to click on PNG. That's the type of file you want to save these images as. 
Once you've clicked download, it only takes a few seconds and you can either see it at the bottom left of your screen and just drag it over to your desktop if you have a Mac. I'm using a, a Mac desktop for all of this, just an FYI. Um, or just, just get it on your desktop, whatever process you use to do so. You'll find that because there's more than one image, it downloaded a zip drive. Just click on the little blue box that is the zip drive and then you'll see a folder inside. Now click on the folder, or double click I guess I should say, and you will see all of the images that you just created. Drag them all out of that folder individually and onto your desktop, and now we're ready for the next step. Next, what you need to do is navigate over to your own website. Get into the dashboard section of your website. Just so you know, I do use WordPress for this example. I love WordPress. It's so incredibly easy to use and there are so many free themes that are really, really good. I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not a web designer. I do not have those skills. So between WordPress and Canva, I'm feeling pretty good about myself and um, those type of skills right now. So um, you can too. It doesn't take long to learn it. But anyway, so you are going to sign into your dashboard and on the far left, you're going to click on pages and then you're going to select add new from the drop down menu. Next, you're going to title this page links, L-I-N-K-S. This page is not going to appear on your menu. There's no purpose for it there. It's strictly to give information for people coming over from Instagram. That's really the only place you're going to use it. Also, make sure that the URL for this particular page is www.instagram.com whatever your website is, slash links, L-I-N-K-S. You want the URL and the page name to match. It makes it much easier. Now, again, you can use mine as an example if you'd like, www.jillwfox.com slash links. So um, if you see it, that's great. If not, let me just tell you, on my page, I have a little bit of text in bold at the very top. And on mine, it says, click on the appropriate box to view my most recent content in video, podcast, or blog form. Because that's, I, I do everything in all three formats. Um, just on a side note, I find that People learn in different ways, and this is helpful. I also find that my audience is completely different on all three of those platforms. So I'm really reaching a lot of different people, which is really cool. And underneath that, it says, you can also contact me and follow me on social media by clicking on the boxes below. So the reason for that wording is just to kind of give a little bit of direction. It should be obvious, but hey, let's make sure that people understand that um, they can use this page for a few different things. Next, you're going to add in the images. You're just going to stack one on top of the other. Again, most recent Instagram content needs to be first, and you want to alternate the colors of the images. So on my page, light blue, navy blue, light blue, navy blue, etc. Now you're going to attach a link to every image so that when somebody clicks on the image, they are taken directly to that piece of content. Another piece of advice is to make sure that you direct the page to open that content in a separate window. You want to make sure that you are not closing out your website because people may want to come back to it. Remember, you've got all these people on your website now and there's a lot of other content there that they may be interested in. And your menu should be showing at the very top so that even though they're on just this links page, the remainder of your menu, 
that directs them and takes them to other pieces of content on your website is available and right there in front of them. Make sure that you repeat this process with every single image. It should open on one click to the piece of content that you want it to go to and it should open in a separate window. Now make sure you save all of your changes. Once that's done, go back and test every single image on your page. Once that's done, now you're going to need to sign into your Instagram account. Next, click on Edit Profile. And you're going to scroll down to where it asks you to put in the URL of your website. But instead of just doing that, you're going to put in your link directly to this page. So instead of just jillwfox.com, I now have jillwfox.com slash links because this is the only link you can use in Instagram and you cannot have any links on your Instagram posts. You want to make sure that the link in there is useful and is driving traffic to your website as well. Now, what's really cool is you're never going to have to change this link on Instagram. However, please remember that if you put a new Instagram post up, you are going to have to go into your website into your links page and change the link on strictly that one top uh, image that says most recent Instagram content. But again, that takes about as long as it does to edit your Instagram profile. So there's really no time loss or, or extra um, work here. Another piece of advice about this process is that um, I've set up my other links, my video and my blog and my podcast links so that I never have to change them. And yet they still take people to the most recent piece of content. And the way I do this is by directing my most recent video link directly to my YouTube videos page. So instead of taking them to my profile page, I take them directly to the page where my videos are because my most recent video is always listed first there. I do the same thing with my blog and I do the exact same thing with my podcast. And this saves me from having to change the links, but it also shows people, um, you know, sometimes as many as six different pieces of content right there above the fold without them having to scroll. So that's pretty cool as well. Now, I also want to mention that I do have this exact post in video format where I share my screen and walk through the whole process. So if you'd rather see it in video, I will leave a link below in the show notes. And my show notes can be found at jillwfox.com slash podcast. Now, the other thing I want to mention to you is that I also have this in blog form at jillwfox.com slash hashtag blog. And that is where you can find the steps to this process listed out in order. And you'll also see screenshots of each of the um, steps in the process. So now I know a lot of you are probably wondering, okay, why are you doing this when there are services like Linktree that do it for you? Well, I have three reasons for that. One is I don't like the way Linktree looks and I couldn't really, um, I couldn't edit it enough to make it look like it was on brand for me. And number two is Linktree is an outside source. So why should I send traffic to them when I can send it directly to my own website where people may find and engage with additional content on there? And thirdly, 
the thing with um, Linktree, you may have all heard that it went down. So Linktree's down. Your link and your Instagram by the only link you get to have is completely useless for as long as that platform is down. So I think those three reasons are really strong ones to do this yourself and to control your own traffic. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to email me at jill at jillwfox.com. And you can find me on Twitter as well at jillwfox. And thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to this podcast because I'm going to be sharing information that's going to help you to both market and grow your small business, your practice, or your personal brand every single week. And I look forward to catching up with you again next week.